Welcome to Mind Matters News. I'm your bucolic host, Robert J. Marks. There is an epidemic of digital addiction, especially for today's youth. There are prescriptions to recover from digital addiction. Some programs to achieve recovery remind me of diets. It's a list of things to do and a list of things not to do. But as one that has struggled with weight for most of my life, diets based totally on self-control rarely work. There are also some specific organizational medicines available to achieve digital wellness. For youth, there are church groups like Awanas and organizations like the Boys Girls Clubs of America. It used to be that the Boy Scouts of America was a great organization. It got young boys out in nature. They camp, they built fires, they work with their fathers and their mentors. It groomed boys to be good and honorable men. Communing with nature helps youngsters forget about TikTok and other social media, well, at least for a while. Founded in 1910, more than 130 million Americans have participated in the Boy Scouts. Before January 2014, the Boy Scouts prohibited, quote, known or avowed homosexuals. They changed that policy. They also changed a policy that now allows girls to join the Boy Scouts. So they had to change their names, and they're now called Scouts BSA. Nobody talks about what, about what BSA stands for, but that's Boy Scouts of America. So it's Scouts BSA. The BSA looks to be an anacronym with, with no meaning. You know, no matter how you feel about the Scouts policy change, their customers didn't like it. Before this change in policy, Boy Scout membership peaked at six and a half million members, six and a half million in 1972. As recently as 1998, the membership was 4.8 million. After adoption of the Scouts' new policies, membership has dropped like a hot potato. Here's the most recent data. This is from the Associated Press. I saw it on the web, so it must be true. Uh, the Associated Press says there's just shy of 2 million Boy Scouts. Now, this was in 2019. In 2020, this dropped to a bit over a million. That was a 43% drop in membership. There was a further decline in 2021 to a bit over three quarters of a million members. So their membership is really anemic. And I, I haven't checked the, the latest figures, but it doesn't look too good for the, the membership of Boy Scouts. And they have problems other than memberships. They lost a whopping two and a half billion dollar sexual abuse settlement. According to Reuters, 80,000 members have claimed sexual abuse from top leaders as the result of being scouts. Let me repeat that number because it blew my mind. 80,000 members are in this lawsuit. Scouts BSA was forced into bankruptcy by this big fine. And um, it's a big problem. There, there is even an organization of the formerly sexually abused scouts. It's called the Coalition of Abused Scouts for Justice, Coalition of Abused Scouts for Justice, and they say that the settlement will bring, quote, some justice to tens of thousands of survivors, men and women, many of whom have been waiting decades for this day to arrive. So the Boy Scouts promised to be some medicine for digital addiction and to get away from some of the, some, some of the pitfalls that happen with social media. But uh, a lot of these people fell into other circumstances, which were very unfortunate. It turns out that I was a Boy Scout before their pivot to progressivism. My, my father was the leader of my Cub Scout pack back in Garfield Heights, Ohio. 
I have great memories from the Boy Scouts up through my middle teens. That's when the Boy Scouts kind of stop. And I, I experienced uh, during that time no abuse, nor did I ever see a hint of such problems. This was before the days of today's digital addiction. But I got to admit, the Boy Scouts got me away from TV. I just took a little quiz online. If you can name uh, uh, 30 out of these 40, um, 40 old television shows, you have an IQ of a million or something like that. And I got them all right except for one. So, yeah, I was, I was a TV addict. Uh, my scout troop did great things, got me away from the television. Uh, we, we hiked. We uh, learned great skills. We bonded with our fathers and our mentors. It was, it was great. Today, I have pause about Scouts BSA, giving their history. I would not recommend that my grandsons join the Scouts. But if not the Boy Scouts, where do kids go today for the great digital wellness medicine of outdoors, especially city boys? Many boys today don't even have fathers. So how do these kids safely enjoy the activities I enjoyed as a kid? One great answer is an organization called Trail Life. A friend of mine, Brian Krause, we're working on editing a book together. He recently moved from Seattle to Tennessee for the same reason a lot of people are leaving progressive states. And he has some boys who joined trail life. Brian was talking to me on a Zoom call, and he was enthusiastic about the organization and asked me if I had ever heard of trail life. I had. It turns out that my cousin, Kent Marks, was in on the founding of trail life. And he's our guest today. And we're delighted to have him. Kent is a back, well, here's a little bit of background. Kent is the founder of the Marks Building Company in the Cleveland, Ohio area. He's been in business for 35 years. He's also an Eagle Scout under the Boy Scouts of America. And after that, he was a Boy Scout leader. He spent 43 years in the Boy Scouts of America, but he came disillusioned. And the Scouts are now a distant memory in his rearview mirror, and he is fully invested in, in trail life. Kent, welcome. Hey, Bob. How you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing just exactly right. Got some questions for you. I looked on Wikipedia. There's a list of Eagle Scouts. Now, you, you earned the, the rank of Eagle Scout. Uh, and you, it turns out, are among some pretty elite people. Uh, here, here's some cherry picking from <laughs> guys that have been Eagle Scouts. Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon, was an Eagle Scout. This one surprised me. Steven Spielberg. Sam Walton, founder of Walmart. Supreme Court Justice... Uh, Stephen Breyer, Bill Gates's father, William H. Gates, was an Eagle Scout. Presidential candidates, Michael Dukakis, Ross Perot, and Rick Perry were all Eagle Scouts. And current U.S. Senators, Mike Lee and Rick Scott, are Eagle Scouts, as well as uh, former President Gerald Ford was an Eagle Scout. Now, you went through the gauntlet to become an Eagle Scout. What does it take to be an Eagle Scout? Well, it's not easy. It was a it was a difficult thing to do, and it's supposed to be difficult. And it really prepared a young man uh, for the realities of life to uh, to set goals and challenges and go uh, go exceed those and and you know weave yourself through the path of all the distractions to uh, to accomplish those goals. And I got my Eagle Scout two days before my 18th birthday, which is the deadline. So I I I got my full gamut. Uh, but it was it was a uh, it was very difficult to do as a teenager, and I look back today, and that was really that was the basis of of my life as uh, the the character building and uh, 
you know, the, the way the, the way it took to prepare to be a man. So, so in the Boy Scouts, you can only be a member up until the age of 17. When you turn 18, you're out. Is that is that right? Your 18th birthday, you're an adult. Yes, that's uh, that's true. Okay. Now, if I remember right, you had to earn a bunch of merit badges, and they have some strange merit badges. What were some of them that you earned? Do you remember? Well, yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I had to earn 24 at the time. I, I, I was part of that 6.5 million back in the 70s, so uh, there was a lot of us. But uh, there was a, there were some merit badges to this day. Uh, you know, American business. Uh, I remember that one. Citizenships. Uh, emergency preparedness was a very difficult one. Uh, I enjoy the camping and the wilderness survival merit badges. So there, there was a whole a whole selection of, of life skills uh, that were required and electives to, to become an eagle. Now, some of them were very, very, very fun. I, I enjoyed it. Well, that's great. You know, um, Baylor's reputation, I teach at Baylor University, their, their reputation goes up and down depending on how many football games they win, <laughs> believe it or not. And, and when, when the winds go up, man, we have a lot of applicants. When we're doing bad, you know, the applications kind of fall. So there, there is kind of an up and down according to the brand. You know, with the recent disgrace of Scouts USA, with this lawsuit, 80,000 kids. Oh my gosh, that, that blows my mind. With the disgrace of Scouts USA and the tarnishing of the brand, do you think the status of being an Eagle Scout has also been diminished? It has been diminished, yeah. The, the requirements have been, been created to, to make it easier. I was upset with it when they made it where you could be a 13-year-old and get Eagle Scout. Heck, those 13-year-olds are still afraid of what's behind the door in the closet. And they're not men yet, and that's a. Uh, it's been watered down, and and then of course, um, I I hear that girls are in Boy Scouts now, and there's Girl Eagle Scouts. Well, that just, I have nothing against girls. I have two granddaughters. I love them to death, but there's programs for girls, and there's programs for boys, and and combining the two, it just it made it difficult. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been diminished. It's been diminished, and it it's still looked upon as the pinnacle, but. Uh, People look at it with a with a question in their face. Yeah, I, 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 I got to think that indeed is the case. And um, there's something called a Goodhart's Law, which says that anytime you start counting beans, that the number of beans that you count becomes an ineffective measure for what you're trying to do. I would imagine, I don't know this, but I would imagine scouts would say, we have... Uh, 200,000 Eagle Scouts, and that was a big brag. And of course, they would want to make that number bigger. And so they would diminish the criteria it would take to become an Eagle Scout. And that's what you're saying. That's that's very interesting. Can you think of a specific way that they reduce the requirements to become an Eagle Scout? Well, of course, uh, to drop the merit badge count. I'm not sure what it was, but when I left, it was 21. When I was there, it was 24. The service projects, which is Really, it's a life skill where you, you plan, implement, take leadership on a project that's approved by your mentors. I know those have been watered down quite a bit. It's 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 so that number can stay higher because there's less that are vying for that are in Boy Scouts. There's less that are vying for Eagle because there's there's less candidates. So they're trying to make it as you know more attainable. But it's 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 a watered down. With most of the requirements, uh, used to be we when we did a service uh, eagle board reviews, we would ask, uh, "What is what is your stance with God?" And now that question is not asked. So it's just it's just part of uh, the, the the scout oath and the the law that's been watered down as well. That's part of becoming an eagle scout. 
work and attain it without having the, the Christian principles that, that were founded by the founder of Boy Scouts is Lord Baden Powell. So uh, that's, been, that's been changed over the last hundred years. Now, you, you, you were a Boy Scout leader, and you were, you were associated with the Scout for, I think, 43 years. Is that right? Yeah, I, was, you know, I count the 43 years as when I was a Cub Scout. And my father, which is your uncle, and your uncle, we were both Cub Scout leaders. And, yeah. And I was, I was quite happy to hear that my uncle Jack was a Scout leader. But, uh, um, yeah, 43 years. Uh, I was a Scoutmaster for 27 of those years. And then, of course, got in district level and helped out with m- multiple troops and but yeah, well, I've, I've seen a lot of changes in the last 15 years when I was in Scouts. I could see changes coming from the professional end of Boy Scouts, where the, the district executives used to be trained to support the volunteers. And then gradually it changed where those district executives were trained and taught to lead and tell the volunteers what to do. And that's one of the that's one of the downfalls of, of the Scouts, in my opinion, is the uh, the dynamics changed. The, the volunteer base was, was told what to do instead of having support um, to to exceed in what they were, you know, the successful path that Boy Scouts was. Yeah, that, that reminds me, by the way, you know, Eisenhower, after World War II, before he became president, I think in 1950, was it 50? It has to be divisible by four, so it must have been 52. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was the president of Columbia University. And he came to the university as the president because he was very prestigious and all that stuff. And he said, you know, it's great to be here among all the employees of of Columbia University. A professor interrupted him and he said, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, President uh, Eisenhower, president of Columbia. He says, we are not employees of the university. We are the university. It sounds, and, and certainly that's changed in the university. No more the professors in charge of the university. It is run like a business. Mm-hmm. And it sounds kind of like that's what happened with, uh, with Boy Scouts or Scouts, if you will, that it became administrative heavy and that it began to dictate all of the possibilities to the, yeah. to the low, to, to the low uh, citizens, the, the serfs, if you will. Well, we could we could see you know we could see that uh, the, the friends of scouting the, the financial campaign used to be a two month campaign and then all of a sudden it changed to be a year long. Everything was about paying the salaries and you know the high salaries and but you know I got to tell you Bob, I'm with Trail Life now and I I, I look as the Boy Scouts of my time and and I, I I believe that that the Lord prepared me and many others in the Scout program to be ready for this new program. So I have a hard time saying bad things about the, about the BSA during my time. Yeah, exactly. I think when you and I were in it, it was probably a lot more like trail life is today. It was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. it was really, really cool. Uh, so when, let's talk about that. When you were the boy scout leader and you took your boys out. We're kind of we want to talk about like digital wellness, getting them away from the yeah. from the things of just the routine of life and out into the wilderness and such. What sort of things did you do with them? We did that. We went out. We went. We on purpose. We did campouts every every month. We uh, we planned big adventure trips. We we took the boys to Canada every couple of years to portage canoes four or five miles to in, inland lakes and to live off the land, the blueberry. I never thought I'd get tired of blueberries and fish. But, uh, 
But you know, after a while, you get tired of blueberries and fish. But but we made men out of boys when we took them out in the wilderness and out to see God's creation. We uh, we made it on purpose to to go to a place called Philmont every couple of years, and that's a ten day backpacker in the Rocky Mountains in northern New Mexico. And uh, by the way, Bob, it's a great weight loss program. I lost twenty four pounds in ten days. <laughs> <laughs> um, every couple of days, I'm you know putting another notch in my belt so my belt could tighten up a little bit more. But, uh, you know, it was a great, great opportunity to get these young men out. And it's, it's, it's the video game of life. It's, you know, these boys sit in front of these video, these screens and they want to play these video games, but you get these young men out and it's a real video game. You've got to go from point A to point B and there's, there's no start over button and you've got obstacles, you got rivers, you got creeks, you got mountains, you got, valleys you got uh you know wildlife you got bear tracks you got bobcat tracks you got all kinds of things and that you've got to navigate through that video game of 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 your real trip and uh, it gives the boys a different perspective of wow this is a video this is a this is a real life video game and this is this is a it's, it's men making for sure and it's a lot more fun than playing a video game too isn't it it is it is you know it's a you can't mimic the reality compared to what you see on the screen. It's just, you can't mimic the smells, the sounds, the, uh, the beauty, um, the, the roughness, uh, the, the challenge ahead of you, the mental aspect of being out in, out in the wilderness, the mental aspect of knowing you have a hundred miles ahead of you to backpack, uh, or you've got, you know, class three rapids up ahead of you and there's, you can't get out. You have to go, you have to go through that and, and overcome the obstacle in front of you. And again, that's, that's something you can't do unless you get these young men out there, out there in the wilderness, out, out, outdoors, not even wilderness, just the outdoors. Great. You know, you mentioned that you became disillusioned with the Boy Scouts, now Scouts BSA. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was that the administration became a little top heavy and started to dictate everything that was going on. Yeah. Just like universities do today. We're no longer, professors no longer are the university. It's the administration and a bunch of people that think they know how to run a university. Uh, so the same thing happened with the Boy Scouts. I think if I remember right, your disillusion with the Boy Scouts became gradual it wasn't, it wasn't a single event, but there were a number of events. Is that right, or, or was it singular events? I can look back at a few, uh, few moments that like, I, I would stand back and think, hmm, that is something that I can't support. Um, the changes of, with, with the moral values. So, you know, the, the scout oath, all my honor will do my best to do my duty to God and my country, to obey the scout law, to help other people at all times keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Uh, I saw the definition of the word morally straight changing ever so subtly where you really didn't notice it unless you really paid attention. I saw the the God aspect uh, disappearing. I remember a time when we were at a Klondike, four or 500 boys and their leaders on a winter camp out weekend. And uh, I was in charge of this event and I was getting a little pushback on saying prayers. I could care less what people think about if I want to say a prayer, I'm going to say a prayer. And I, we always had these placards and the placards is like the Philmont Grace for food, for raiment, for opportunity, for friendship. We thank the old Lord. And that was all it said. And everybody just read it 
and it was like robots reading words and had no meaning or, or definition of what they were saying. So I said a real prayer and the pushback I got after saying that prayer was one of those moments when I stood back and said, Hmm, something different is going to happen someday. And I hope I'm part of it because I cannot be part of this too much longer. So who, who gave you that pushback? Was it somebody leader, in other leader, leader parents that were at that event? I remember a, a father coming up, and say, how dare you say a prayer and saying and saying the word Jesus. And I said, well, how dare you come tell me what I can and I can't say because Jesus is everything to me. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we, we keep the word reverent in, in Boy Scouts. And okay. Of course, he was picking on the wrong person because I do stand my ground when it comes to Christ. But it was, it was, it was one of those defining moments. It wasn't just him. It was other people even weeks and months later and say, hey, boy, that was pretty brave to say that, say that prayer. Like, why would it be brave to say a prayer? And I was just, I was just. I was just seeing some subtle changes and, and starting to actually starting to push back on some of them. Were you were you involved in the Scouts when they did the policy switch to allow gays to become involved? Well, I was the no. What happened was I was a district chairman. What's a district chairman do in Boy Scouts? What'd you do there? District chairman is a volunteer. I'm in charge of you know about 70, 80 troops and they're volunteers and leaders. I'm the volunteer leader that chairs that district of three counties. And um, I remember in February of 2013, the, the national office of the BSA sent out a statement, a news statement stating that the vote coming in May, the national conference was going to vote whether they allow gays into scouts or not. And I made it a point to tell my, my uh, committee that if that vote changes the dynamics of BSA that I'm out. Well, when May came along, uh, May 25th of 2013, the BSA had their national convention and they voted and 70% of the votes were in favor of the change. And that's the day I turned my resignation. Really? Okay. Yeah. It was, it was amazing to see that it was seven, it was 60, 70, somewhere in there. It was, it was not close. However, the, the person we sent out, our delegate from our council, which has 400 and some councils, our delegate we sent out said that he was going to vote against it. And when he went there, he voted for it. So things happen. We're not sure what happened. But uh, reminds me of reminds me of recent elections, actually. But that's, that's I digress. Anyway, I remember coming home that day and my wife saying, I just heard the news that the BSA voted to allow gays. And it was, Bob, it was like, it was like a family member died. You know, you're in this for yeah. 40, 43 years and the, 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 the awful grief of knowing that I can't be part of that anymore. It's been all my life. But my wife looked at me and I remember this to this day. She looked at me with that face and my wife never, never she's not one of these to speak up. She goes, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember those words to this day. What are you going to do about it? Okay. Anyway, and, and and trail life was the answer. We're going to talk about this on the uh, on the next installment of that. So, thank you, Kent. This has been this has been a great um, this has been a great uh, topic. Next time, we're going to talk more about trail life sure. and your involvement. And you were a founding father of trail life, and it's doing really well. I'm surprised how well it's doing. Uh, we have been talking to Kent Marks. He's the founder and president of the Marks Building Company in the Cleveland, Ohio area. He's also an Eagle Scout. 
former Boy Scout leader and a founding father of Trail Life. Next episode, as I mentioned, we'll talk about Trail Life as a medicine to attain digital wellness because that's where we want to focus, getting kids away from their cell phones and all the media that consumes them and how to take steps to avoid what happens to to the Boy Scouts. We don't want what happened to the Boy Scouts to, to affect Trail Life. And they've taken, I think, some extraordinary steps to assure that doesn't happen. So until then, be of good cheer. This has been Mind Matters News with your host, Robert J. Marks. Explore more at mindmatters.ai. That's mindmatters.ai. Mind Matters News is directed and edited by Austin Egbert. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the speakers. Mind Matters News is produced and copyrighted by the Walter Bradley Center for Natural and Artificial Intelligence at Discovery Institute. 